0: Previously, on Heritage.
1: We, we got to find him. If he's not here, he's somewhere. He's got to be somewhere, right? He's got to be. Uh, we got to. Kylie, Kylie, come on, come, come on, we got to go.
0: And then suddenly your eyes are open, and you're looking right at Kylie, and she looks exhilarated. He's he's around here somewhere. Yeah, he's not dead.
2: Chunk. Chunk, that's enough. I understand. I'm worried about him too, but he's out there. I felt him. I I know. It's... we're gonna find him. I think you need to think about what you said to the entire nation about villains, Mr.
1: America.
0: He's downtown somewhere. It's, It's a big building. And she looks to you, Chunk. I promise. I promise he's there. You see... a building. A downtown office building in complete ruins.
2: He was here. Chunk, you, you gotta you gotta give her that.
0: And you see a waterfall. Very small, but it breaks into this stream. And standing at this cliff, right above this stream, you see Calvin. And across on the other side of the stream, you see out in the world toxin. calvin your mind is swirling memories are flashing emotions are flooding you feel a breeze and you hear a muffled shout you feel earth shifting before being settled a cold crackling being melted and then you hear the sound of a flame fire lights your dreaming view as you take in your surroundings this place it looks like a watercolor painting where parts are being dragged all around in different directions. You are on top of a tall mound of rocks overlooking a flowing stream. And in front of you you see Calvin. Calvin burns bright as he looks struggled
3: yet strong. What does he say? Calvin. Why why aren't you looking for us? We're... we're right here. We... we can help you.
2: I don't need anyone else. I've got everything I need. I've got myself. Calvin... looks around. Then
3: back at Calvin. That's, a, that's not... that's not you, But This isn't you, Calvin, we... we are you. Don't you see?
0: And Calvin sees seemingly apparating behind Calvin with long fingers placing around Calvin's head.
1: Oh, Calvin, your lack of remembrance singes my heart. You seek to exclude me? I am also part of the boy. Let's not forget. And then grabbing
0: Calvin's head, twisting it unnaturally so to face him. He says,
1: Quell yourself. The boy and I have a meeting.
0: And he crushes down on Calvin's head just extinguishing that flame and everything goes dark. And then Calvin You realize you're whole again, in the real world, stepping out of an elevator. Before you lies rows of cubicles. You've never been in this building before, but your feet are carrying you right to where you're meant to be. You pass by glazed eyes employees on telephones. They're small spaces decorated with plants, pictures of family members, knickknacks, and Motivational posters. Hang in there. Hang in there. And then you're there. In front of you is a barren cubicle. No decorations, no pictures. Just the back of your father's head. As he sits with a headset on, staring at a computer screen.
2: What do you do? Calvin? Sits and stares at him. For probably way too long. Calvin would feel like he was ready for this moment. But then when the moment actually came about. I don't think Calvin really truly understands the. Brevity of this moment. And I think Mm. that it's all hitting him. Right now. And. I think Calvin. Tries to snap out of it. And tries to. I try to walk away?
0: You, tr- you try. You turn your head, and then this just sharp pain shoots through you, and you just feel like your nerve endings are on fire.
1: What are you doing, boy? I... I
2: no, it's... I don't have to hurt anybody it's better if I'm just gone
1: better so he can get away with what he did where's the justice in that
2: he he didn't know he just he was scared why why why
1: why are you making excuses for the felt who threw you away it is he who deserves to be crumpled and discarded I hate him
0: Calvin, can you roll 2d6? Six. That's a failure. Yeah.
1: Fuck. Okay. Listen, boy, we're not here to make you do anything you don't want to. You need to understand You desire this You want his blood On the floor You want his terror Never to oppress again You want him
2: Dead I do Dad
0: Huh And you see your dad turn around And he looks right at you. And his face just drops. And then he reaches for his phone.
2: In my mind, Calvin embraces back into Toxin, looks at him, and then nods towards the phone. He is
0: shaking, just trembling. Picking up his phone, just trying to unlock the screen, and you see he nine. One 1111 by accident. He hits too many ones, and then he's panicking, and then he's trying to retract it.
2: A tendril and pull back. A tendril. Like of like a black emerald sharp tendril. Flies through the phone and pins it against the back of the cubicle. <sighs>
0: he immediately just falls to the floor and puts his hand over his head.
2: Why did you Why'd you send me away? Boy, why? Why even bother questioning this? Shut up. Dad. Why? I'm your son.
0: You're not my son. Okay, you're you're a monster. What are you what are you even doing here?
2: Calvin's face loses all emotion.
0: He screams for help. You hear panic in the office. Multiple people are getting up out of their chairs. They're starting to scramble. People are running for an exit. Oh, God, I don't want to kill him.
1: God, I don't want to kill him. Will the young boy let me speak? What do you want? I simply seek to remind I am not here to make you do anything you don't want to do. It's just, you want this, but you are too scared to take this, and I don't understand why. Perhaps because you don't understand just how magnificent we are, how tiny this man in front of you is. Calvin, you are capable (laughs) of reshaping worlds, yet your concern is with... this?
2: Why did he say I'm not his son?
1: You You think you got your powers from him? What? From your meager mother? What? Come now, boy, you're much smarter than this. Neither have powers, yet you possess the
2: greatest power of
1: any to walk
2: this earth. Calvin looks back to his dad. What do you mean I'm not your son? You're not. What are you talking about? You're just
0: just a... You're just a fucking stray cat your mom dragged in.
2: Calvin begins to cry. Why? Because he thought that he had answers in family. He thought he had answers in friends. He thought that he had answers in love. And the only one that's been able to provide answers is this grotesque amalgamation that's come from some deep recess of his soul and there's not much to get excited about when the only answers you have are the devil on your shoulder and I think he just breaks down in front of a person that never truly cared about him.
0: The moment you break down, the moment you start crying and collapse to your knees, you just hear shuffling and footsteps running past you. And when you open your eyes and you look, you see that he's gone. The moment he saw an opportunity, he started to run. Can you roll 2d6 for me? Do I add anything? I want you to roll with savior
3: that's a 0 it's a 6 and a 4 and that's 10
0: with a 10 your tears freeze and you hear cool laughter <laughs>
3: uh. You see, you're messing around in the wrong head here, man. And uh, I'm gonna need you to step out because uh, the only people here for Calvin are us. Well, it's just me right now by time. Why don't you come out here and show your face? Stop messing with the kid. How's that sound?
2: As the tears flow down to the ground, I'm going to use one of my burns and create a construct of Coolvin standing in front of Calvin.
3: Like I said, you're messing with the wrong cool cat. So why don't you get your ass out here? We'll figure this out.
0: And at that, within Calvin's mind, Toxin takes a step forward towards Kulvin and reaches up a hand to swipe down at him and Kulvin just grabs it midair and then you see Toxin's hand begin to chill and turn to ice and the rest of his body does and that spreads all throughout Calvin's mind just becoming this ice everything freezes and then out in this abandoned office we see shivering cold Calvin collapse and then Calvin lurches violently and just filling out of his mouth is this green dark liquid and it just shoots up and splatters up against the ceiling and then quickly falls down to the ground in this perfect arc reswelling up into this other physical manifestation of toxin
3: so this is you in the flesh huh That ain't too uh, impressive if you ask me. Honestly, Honestly, it's a little warm in here. I figured we could uh, cool it down.
2: And uh, you see Kulvin form sort of like this hammer of ice in his hands. And he spins it around his head once and then swings it through uh, to Toxin, trying to knock him through a bunch of the uh, cubicles across the room.
0: Okay, uh, roll. Freak out us. Unleash your powers. Yeah,
2: freak. That is a thirteen.
0: Fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah. Describe it to me. How does this happen? Because that happens, as well as anything could ever happen. Uh,
2: he spins the the hammer around and he looks down at Calvin and he sees sort of. Because you know, Calvin is Calvin, but Calvin is also like he's also like this other version of Calvin. So he looks to him as as a peer, as a brother, as a son, as a fa- like as a everything. You know, there's a familial love between the two of them, and um, he gets this like enormous strength when he sees how badly he's hurt. And he swings the hammer over his head once, and then as he comes down from the second swing, he connects directly into the chest of Toxin, and Toxin flies back, tumbling through each of the um, each of the cubicles. And he's just and you can just see it from the side view of the the building, uh, all the lights and, and are flickering, and you see electricity sparking in the air, and you see keyboards and and parts of uh, the cubicles flying back. As you see a uh, slumped over toxin sort of lying on the ground and you just see the like a cool mist on the ground as coolven begins stepping towards him step by step
3: i told you don't mess with the kid (laughs) we had one rule man that was it (laughs) so don't mess with the kid because if you mess with the kid well you're messing with me and you don't want to mess with me
0: Toxin looks up and smiles with poison dripping from in between his teeth and his fingers curl and he places them down on the ground. He's still on the floor. He just places both of his hands down on the ground and we see the floor rot at the touch and it just starts crawling and extending forward until it gets to where Kulvin is standing in the ground just corrodes away and Kulvin goes crashing down Kulvin can see from below where he has crashed each step that Toxin is now taking forward as footprints begin to appear as the ceiling is just crumbling from his touch and he's making his way Towards Calvin.
2: An orange glow fills the hole that was created by Toxin before. And we see Kelvin rise through. <laughs> uh, you think it's that easy? <laughs> Not today. And he flies directly at Toxin and shoots out two. Uh, beams of, like, fire directly at Toxin as he's flying directly at him. That is 8 plus 3, 11. Goodness. The, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's that's another full success. How does this happen?
2: Kelvin shoots these two beams of fire directly into the chest of of Toxin as he had turned to sort of notice what was coming at him. And when he turns... Kelvin grabs him and sort of like almost football tackles him, but he continues to fly and he flies through another row of uh, of cubicles as he's crashing through each one. And then uh, Kelvin takes his head and starts to smash it down into the ground like uh, like Doug did to Kylie back at that original fight in season one. And uh, and he's just sort of grinding him on the ground. And then he he lifts up out of the uh, the flight and he backs off. Uh, to sort of stand there overpowering Toxin.
0: With Kelvin towering over Toxin, Toxin has this look of concern and he reaches up and then we see a wisp of smoke wrap around his hand and grab it tightly and then he reaches out again with his other hand and that just chills and then we hear a rumble as his feet are locked in held tightly by Stonevin and we see all of the elements grappling pinning Toxin to the ground preventing him from moving And then it all kind of becomes a blur as these colors, these elements are swirling around each other. And it more just becomes this sort of ball of chaos wrapping into itself, expanding and contracting. This building is freezing and then catching fire and then crumbling from acid and then it's being swept away by the wind and just pure chaos until this ball of energy descends down onto Calvin resting itself into him and Calvin you feel this immense uncontrollable power and then you see darkness Calvin for the third time this week, you wake up from a stupor with wires attached to you in a bed.
2: (gasps) What, what, what's going on? Why? And I just start reaching for the wires, start pulling them off as best I can.
0: Oh, Oh, why why oh god honey 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 wait uh, it's okay uh, who are you calvin it's me who <sighs> as your vision's coming back to you you see your mom standing over you holding these wires in place looking right at you wait Why are you here? Calvin, I've been looking everywhere for you. I came as soon as they called and said that you were here.
2: Why didn't... Why didn't you... Why didn't you look for me earlier? I've
0: I've been looking for you. Ever since that van left, I've been looking for you. I tried to follow them.
2: I... Why'd you let I've that happen? Posters. Why'd you let that? I've. Why'd you let that happen? I didn't do anything to you. I didn't do anything.
0: I know you didn't. I know you didn't. And
2: you don't know what they did to us, or what they were trying was... to do to us. Me. Calvin,
0: sweetie, I'm so sorry.
2: Calvin looks away. I don't care.
0: You don't have to care. I know that I should have stood up against him and it was a harder thing to do than I could explain to you. But there is something that I need to explain to you, Calvin. What? I think it's time you know where you come from. What?
2: Will you... Will
0: you just come with me?
2: Is Calvin able to stand up?
0: Yeah, I think so. And I think, just so you know how you're feeling right now, you feel calm. You feel right now that you can't reach out to the elements but it's not because they're not there you feel them in you and you feel them struggling
2: so Calvin gets up and walks with his mom you know dad when I saw him at the office he said something about how I'm not his
0: Calvin, something as perfect and sweet and as beautiful as you would never come from that man.
2: So why did you stay with him? Are you my mom?
0: This will just be a lot easier if I just show you. And... She places an arm around you Like around my shoulder Around my back Pushing me forward Just around your shoulder Just a walking embrace
2: I kind of shred it it off Just shed it off
0: She She hesitates But she understands and she starts leading the way out into the parking lot into her van. What did you call it? The uh bomber? <laughs> yeah. The mumber? Yeah. <laughs> and you hop in. And she does not. Put on gospel music. She starts the car. Is there is there anything you want to listen to? Uh, do you want to stop and get some food?
2: You look. How long is this going to be?
0: Really hungry.
2: How long is this going to be?
0: Not long. It's not far from here.
2: Then let's just go.
0: Okay. And she starts driving off. This is a place you've been before. When you were much younger, your mother would take you here for picnics, for hiking. You had a field trip here with Kylie and Chunk when you were just 12 years old. And you all roamed this park this nature hiking trail and i imagine that calvin was very interested in oh, yeah. learning
2: oh yeah there was so there was so much there there was like all all the different types of birds and the biomes that was weird cuz like you could find different biomes throughout this entire area and just sort of like all these natural habitats for all these different animals uh, they had a lot of statues And it was just a, it was like a really, really great place to get away and clear his mind. One of the few places in a way he felt, he felt clear there.
0: And you feel that clarity wash over you again and your mother gets out of the car and begins walking up this trail and it's just the two of you for a while you occasionally pass by a hiker or someone jogging walking their dog and you're making your way up this trail and it's kind of going up up this small mountain and the air just feels very crisp it feels very clean and then where this path kind of takes this U-turn your mother steps over some branches and starts making her way off into this unpathed area.
2: Mom, where are you going? The path, the path this way.
0: I know. Just And she looks at you and you just know that she loves you. Just follow me. And she starts walking forward.
2: Calvin steps over the branches and catches up to follow her.
0: And you two are walking, making your way through this uncarved part of the trails. Until you come into a clearing, it all just kind of, it's like you're in a very encapsulated, private area. You feel hundreds of miles away from anything. And it just feels so peaceful as you hear this waterfall and you have this weird sense of deja vu as you're walking up to this small cliffside standing over where that waterfall meets and creates a river that goes down and you feel fire in you. And you remember that this is the place where in your mind you were speaking with Calvin.
2: What, what is this place? I feel like I've been here. I I know this place.
0: You have. And your mom walks up to this little cliff that's jutting out. And she crouches down and then extends her legs over this little cliff jutting out. And she looks to you as if almost saying... Come sit with me.
2: Calvin goes to sit down with her.
0: All right. You're just watching your mom. And she looks... Perplexed. Struggled. She is trying so hard to... Formulate words that she has thought that she had the perfect script for for years things that she's wanted to tell you for a very long time and right now to her it feels impossible what's what's wrong like you can you can say it nothing's wrong. I just I know that I know that in your eyes I am your mom and we have our memories and we have our moments I know you look at me and see the person that always has a Capri Sun ready and a camera in her pocket ready to take a picture of you the moment you do anything that makes me proud which is so often before you that's not who I was though I didn't stay at home I didn't watch soap operas I didn't do any of that I... I was alive. But I was also very incomplete. Your... Father and I... Well, me. I... I wanted a baby more than anything. But... Something was always wrong, it never worked. And we tried, and we tried. And sometimes I thought it was for the best because sometimes he wasn't the best person. And I used to come here to get away from everything, to think about what I really wanted. And what I didn't realize is that what I really wanted... was you. Calvin, 17 years ago, I... I came here. Because... The reason doesn't matter, but... I came here for peace and quiet. To hear nothing but then I heard something and it was the most beautiful sound it was you and you were crying you were calling out for something for someone and I was so confused and I looked around and there you were just right behind a bush and when I pushed that bush open there you were with a butterfly on your nose and you looked at it and you were staring so intently like you were calculating so much about that moment and as she's saying that you remember that very clearly, this purple and black butterfly. And there you were, Calvin. Just beautiful and perfect. And so I picked you up, and I never
1: questioned it.
3: glad you did she smiles
2: I uh do you know anything before that
0: Calvin as far as I'm concerned you were just a gift from God I was never religious before that moment I came here and it was quiet and then all of a sudden there you were
2: there was like nobody looking for a baby
0: no I I asked around I waited I brought you home and I waited I waited for someone to come to come and take you to come and claim you and the more the days went on the more that I fed you and watched you I got more protective and more scared that someone would come but they never did
2: Mom, you know the the things that happened with me. I know that you don't want to talk about them, but the the personalities—they well, they're as much a part of me as anything. And I feel like I'm at war with myself right now. I I feel dangerous. When you say that.
0: You feel this bubbling inside of you and it makes you feel nauseous. You feel this sickness seeping back into you. You feel this poison making its way up to your head. And I think you hear... You hear the low rumbling of stone. You hear Stoneven call something out to you.
3: Calvin, be strong. Calvin, hold on.
0: And when you hear Stoneven call out, hold on, your mother holds you. You feel... Her arms just wrap around you in this tight embrace. And you feel this warmth that just washes away those feelings. And your eyes are closed. And when you open them, you're here. You're at this cliffside. And you're not really at this cliffside, but you are. And standing right in front of you is absolutely, without a doubt in your mind, the most incredibly beautiful woman you have ever seen. She is tall and she is strong and she is so beautiful with long curled hair, leaves woven into them, her dress simple. And for some reason, some unexplainable, inexplicable moment, you know that this is your mom. And she smiles so warmly at you. And she's just looking at you.
3: Wait. Who are are you?
0: That is... A big question. With a big answer.
2: Are you a part of me?
0: No, it's... More like, you're a part of me. And so is everything else. Like everything? Like nature? Like the world? And more, yes.
3: Wait, whoa.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Wait, huh? Okay. um, so you're not my mom.
0: Yes. But I, I I am your mom. I Calvin, I created you. Yes. So for my mom?
2: No. For the world? Yes. Are you god are you god? Uh,
0: you know that's such a weird term. Um let's skip over that part. Because it's not necessarily what I like to be called
2: really um you're gonna have to excuse me I uh wait where are the guys I was where are they I can't even who I uh, the parts of me Kulvin Calvin the elements yes they're called the elements
3: oh that's cool that's
2: cool. It is rather cool, yes. Yeah,
3: that's a pretty cool name.
2: <laughs> mhm. Yeah. Why can't I talk to them though? I was. Um. Oh my God! I'm talking to God. Oh God. I mean, oh you. You can.
0: <laughs> Calvin, you can talk to them. You can talk to them anytime. Because they are always here. They're everywhere.
2: You're everywhere. What? Wait, did you are you the one that made him show up?
0: I I made him, yes, but I didn't make him show up. He's always been there he's a part of you just as much as he's a part of anyone else there's there's so much darkness in you and there's darkness in everyone and there's darkness in the world so yes I made him and I didn't put him there he's always been there and many more since the moment I made you How do I stop him? Is that what you want to do?
2: I don't want to hurt anybody else.
0: It's a noble goal. I... I want it to be very clear to you, before you make any sort of decision, that I did not create you for some altruistic goal. I simply made you because because everyone needs a weapon and you, Calvin you are my greatest weapon but I don't intend to use you for any particular purpose I'll let you figure that out on your own if you want to save the world then save it if you want to destroy it then destroy it if you want to sink away into the shadows and play no role you're more than welcome to there are many many outcomes and I'm not attached to any one of them in particular no matter what you do you will serve a purpose as everyone does
2: why did you burden me with this
0: Hmm. You know, I
2: never really thought of that. So I have all of that? I could do that? I could. I could destroy the world? I could. Can...
0: Of course. Calvin, you control the I elements. Control. You. No, you don't control them. You. You just are them. You choose. if the fire is too hot you can quell it with the ocean if the world is too big you can wash it away
2: or haven't you shown up before
0: I've always been here and so has everyone else just like Toxin, I have been right here right inside of you and when she when she says that right inside of you she touches your chest and you feel this jolt of electricity from her touch like I said this is up to you if you want him out the choice is yours and I'm going to be proud of you no matter what choice you make so now what As always, and as it will always be, what happens next is up to you. feel your mother pull away from that hug and you're back outside and she's looking at you and you feel the elements bubbling just inside of you all of these personalities it just feels like you just feel very connected with them and you're just very in tune with what's going on inside of you, this swirling, chaotic war. And you feel like right now, right in this moment, you need to make a choice.
2: I expel toxin? And just like that,
0: Your mouth opens, and forcefully, this ooze is ejecting from you. And you see parts of it, tendrils of it, trying to grasp back onto your mouth and pull its way back in, just clawing, clamoring to get back in there. But it's futile, as it is just projected from your mouth. And it's like you just open up and All of this just flows out of you in this beam shooting up and out and just the world looks dark and all of this green swirling liquid just swirls and then crashes down onto the ground, extending into this puddle that just spans 30 feet across the way, and you watch as slowly it starts to pull together and form. And then there he stands, a corporeal persona. Toxin, he crackles as he stands up straight, reaching nine feet tall, this dark cloak hanging low, his arms long, equally low to the ground. And a hand reaches up to his face, just dragging a claw across his cheek, cutting a line into it, and just this ooh starts to spill forth, and his tongue just falls through his crooked teeth. And he points a finger right at you. And then you hear, off in the distance, this hum. And it gets louder and louder. And looking up, you see Mr. America's jet, high in the sky, descending its way towards you. And from that jet, as it's approaching closer, you just hear in your head, "Kelvin, we're We're here 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 for here for you. And when you look back, you see Toxin, and he extends a hand, reaching out towards you. Only, it looks like he's just off the mark. He's about to miss. And that hand is reaching out towards your mom. And then you hear a crackle.
2: energy, yellow energy begins to pulse around Calvin as he becomes enveloped in this blinding, static form of light. It seems to be shifting at all times in just random incoherent directions. This crackling energy begins swirling to a point of which you can no longer tell that it's Calvin anymore and instead it becomes this blinding form of just pure energy and light. You see this form come together, and after it's all said and done, as the light dims, you notice this strong, powerful, incredibly handsome, very much like David Hasselhoff. (laughs) This individual standing there. And in a moment, you see Calvin's mom. And where she once stood, she's no longer there. And you look off in the distance and you see, she's now in this new location. And in her place, Joltvin stands as he grabs a hold of this tendril black and green hand. And he says, (laughs) Hey man, why don't we turn
3: this thing up to eleven?